How you been? Good to see you. Good to hear from you. It's the Down by Two podcast. Been a minute. It's your host, Josh Elijah. To my left, it's the one and only Birdman, Jesse McKay. Yo. How you doing, buddy? Good to see you. Good to be back, man. Good to be back. We took a little little vacay in in Orlando. Oh, Uh, yeah. I mean, we took a week off, so... a bit of business and a bit of pleasure. So when we were at customs, I was a little confused on how to answer that because I'm like, oh, I mean, we're, we're this is all business, but we're gonna have a lot of pleasure. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> and boy, did we ever, man! It was uh, it was good. We definitely needed just a, a break after that because not only the coverage from the Orlando Magic, but the, <laughs> a hell of a Super Bowl to follow that as well. Um, <laughs> man, what a time it was. Uh, Orlando is is now home. Uh, it's fucking sick. Uh, can't wait to go back. Yeah, we're gonna be bringing more coverage coming in the next few weeks. But holy Dinah, what shout a out to uh, all the folks at MotorWorks for showing us a good time. It's a sick little brewery down in Orlando. And, MotorWorks. Uh, they they uh, they took us under their wing right away, oh, and man. it was uh, it was really cool. So, Dude, yeah, that it, 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 like that's the home base now. That's our yeah. office. That's where we're going now. Mo- motor work made me motor twerk, if you know what I mean. <laughs> like, that's like we were fucking like that was just that was it because we had all these plans and they gave us like uh they gave us a whole recommendation of all the different bars and we they were making Google lists for us like on maps and like, yeah, I didn't even know yeah. that was a fucking real thing. Like that was insane. But then like all of the recommendations that they gave us, we just didn't end up doing them because MotorWorks <laughs> was just the spot. Like yeah, and that yeah. Is, that's going to be home base moving forward. So if you're ever in the O, which apparently nobody calls it that except for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but if you if you're ever in Orlando uh, downtown, I mean, like it's 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 a bumping scene down there. It's it's awesome. Uh, but make sure you check out MotorWorks. I got a great beer, a, a, a fucking array of flavors um, and a pretty decent kitchen, too. Uh, so great spot to go stop off there. So shout out MotorWorks Brewing. Um, I feel like there are new sponsors now. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, they might as well be. I mean, we we filmed in there, so yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, like, like I mean to say, partners. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, and I don't mean to sound like a broken record, but like shout out to uh, the Orlando Magic organization uh, giving us the just the the King treatment being down there and and the whole tour around everything and uh, just really making us feel welcome. And we're really excited to be down there in a few weekends uh, to be able to go cover the Toronto Raptors uh, again. Another dream come true. Uh, so a lot of uh, that's going to be a lot more focused on the Raptors um, and uh, bringing you all those interviews. We're going to sit down with Coach Darko and all the rest. It's it's uh, really going to be awesome. Um, but man, Orlando just feels like a second home now. <laughs> We've only been there yeah. for a weekend, but like now, like the hotel staff knows us and uh, and we're, we're we're staying at the same spot and just rocking the same way. So um, yeah, definitely excited to to finish off the season there. Got a lot of a lot of games because we didn't make the philadelphia uh 76ers game uh due to fucking flare air uh shadow flare air for Ooh. sucking ass um but 
because we couldn't make that, we tacked on an extra game uh, for our for our weekend uh, on the Easter weekend. Going to be covering the Portland Trailblazers, and look, they are booty cheeks. It is it is they are they are not a fun team to watch at all. But I can't I can't wait to talk to Coach uh, Chauncey Billups over um, at uh, for for the uh, post game presser, pre game presser uh, on on Portland. So I mean, I'm really excited for him. He, I mean, I feel like he's a Hall of Famer. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, 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 He's got to be. That's, that's, um, that's got to be. I was yeah. also just say one thing. Like uh, when that game rolls around, look for Portland to play spoiler at that point, because I feel like the Magic are going to be probably fighting for that sixth seed, maybe the seventh seed, you know, mm-hmm. like maybe they want to avoid the play in. So, yeah. Uh, hey, we, we might get a good game. It's uh, it's a, like a month away. So, oh, yeah, the season will just be, you know, starting to wrap up so same with the grizzlies too i mean like yeah. they're done uh yeah yeah true <laughs> i mean no no jaw uh is bane out for the season i'm not sure if he's out for the season uh i'm not too sure about that i'd have to look that up but yeah anyways yeah, he's missed a lot of time they suck. uh it's yeah it's, they stink it's, it's not it's not the game that we thought we were going to get once we were selecting our schedule but either way tons of magic coverage and nba coverage coming to you from orlando so really excited for that and it's all coming through from our friends over at crier media crier.co for all things db2 and sports related content gonna be um gonna be a lot of fun stuff coming in down the pipe um we got we got more credentials coming into uh, the summer shift as well. Uh, we're going to be making those official announcements soon. So stay tuned. Uh, lots of exciting shit coming in through uh, uh, the good folks over at Cryer. And of course, our pals at Indestructible. Visit Indestructible online uh, and use that promo code down by two for 15% off your next order. Um, we're good for it. Just go ahead. Do it. Buy something nice for somebody. I don't know. For me. <laughs> fuck it. I don't know. Uh, and then, of course, our good friends over at Yup Beer. These guys, you know, you love them. Yup Beer. Visit yupbeer.com to find a location near you. Uh, available in grocery stores and beer stores across the province. Um, I'm still just trying to get rid of some of these fucking, you know, these random ass beers that I have in my fridge. It's just you like, still have you... beers from your wedding or what? Still got beers from the wedding, man. <laughs> I am just like, I it just... I keep finding cases. I, I like I'm doing a basement cleanup and I keep finding these random ass cases. And uh, I look, I don't want to be drinking these. I don't, but um, they got to go I, somewhere. I mean, I got, I got a clean house. I got it's spring cleaning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's spring cleaning. So cheers. Labatt. I mean, it's a Labatt is pretty London. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's fitting. It's all right. Yeah. Hey, you're, you're doing Mandy a favor, right? Like you're the good guy. So I'm, I'm the yeah. fucking hero. Doing the Lord's situation. work. Yeah, exactly. I'm doing the Lord's work. I mean, like this brings me back to like you got ten buck in your pocket. You want to get drunk on a Friday night, and you want to maximize your spend. These these bad boys used to cost two buck, uh, so you have five of them, and you 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 got yourself a good night. So yeah, I mean, hey, that's I was more can't... of a a Max Ice kind of guy, Ooh. Uh, <laughs> or Ooh. a James Ready. You get that little extra JRA. You get the extra point five percent. You know, oh. you talk about bang for your buck, buddy. That's or a, uh, or bush heavies the 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 oh. bush the bush ice oh man Ooh. it's just like i feel like it's it's like one of those beers like as soon as you open it like it's already flat because there's too much alcohol in it like that's 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 yeah. what that shit reminds me of it's fucking disgusting it's literally um, just the sludge from the bottom of the the tank and they just yeah they can it as something else it's, you know yeah it's fermented a bit too much and then they're just like yeah. this is fucking this is max ice. Great. i don't know yeah, yeah here's a cold shot but not with yet beer because there are no preservatives in that. Um, yeah, and, no. and only 100 calories or 
I don't know how many calories. I forget. I forget. After 120. All those reads, I should know this. Um, 120 calories, something like that. Yeah. Um, it's low. Yeah. Yeah. No preservatives. Um, who gives a fuck? You can crush it pretty quickly. And uh, only a dollar eighty-five a can. How about that? Ooh. How about that? Now, okay. enough dicking around here. It's been a minute since we've had this guest on the show. Uh, we're we're sticking with ball. We got we got lots to talk about. Um, he's he's a podcast regular. We love to have this guy on the show. He's a fellow comic as well. Uh, been super busy writing for this hour has twenty two minutes. Uh, you recognize him from the Great Canadian Baking Show as well been on N- uh, NBA TV. Uh, he's also been on uh, Roast Battle Canada as well. Um, one of my good pals. And if he isn't already yours, he's soon to be as well. Get it up for Alan Shane Lewis. Alan, my man. Good to see you, bro. How good you to been? See you too. I've been all right. Thank you for having me once again. It's yeah, man. Dude, it's always great. And like, it's just like we, we got we got this stuff going on and can't wait to like bring you uh, to do some of this shit as well, whether it's Raptors 905 coverage or even Orlando. I mean, like, let's let's shoot for the stars and let's uh, let's keep working together because this is uh, it's always just it's effortless having you on the show. And it's mm-hmm. it's just always great to kick it like we don't got much of a game plan going on, but I'm just <laughs> more interested to see how you're doing. How's life been? Uh, you've been out east for a bit. So uh, tell me what's what's been going on with you. Yeah, just been been uh, been watching the games from different phones and laptops, and yep. you know, uh, been to a couple uh, at ACC, ACC at Scotia Bank to see the the new school rappers and kind of implementing mm. that. We finally have a downhill predator in um, R.J. Barrett, which is so fantastic to see when you have yeah. a team full of no, like shooters who can't shoot or don't want to shoot or you know for some reason are not making them. Having yeah. somebody that just takes that type of initiative and try to go to the basket is is great to see. I wish you could hear this free throws. A little better but ah, uh, you know yes. it's, it's what it is but uh yeah man enjoying <laughs> life enjoying the rappers and uh all that in between well we're definitely going to be it. getting into the you know the, the new look raptors the 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 dawn of a new era as well and some of the moves that they've made because i feel like we actually haven't really had much of a chance to dive really into it now that we're going to be in the latter half of the season over here uh, it'll be a good time for us to talk about it but this is uh our first couple games back now from the NBA All-Star Weekend this year taking place in Orlando. I just got to ask you, boys, did you watch a goddamn second of any of it? Uh, no. For some, <laughs> I actually did. No, no, straight I up. No, did not watch a single event. I'm going to be so, totally honest with you. So, something always happens for me every All-Star Weekend. I'm either like away or I have shows or something. Right? Yeah. And this year happened again. And I like tur- like I went to comedy bar. I'm like, put it on the the, the dunk off. Let me at least catch the dunk off because I missed the yeah three point. But man, that that sucked. That <laughs> sucked. It's no good. It's so it cool. was so ass. I mean, like yo, Mac McClung is is like he did good. He did he did he did pretty okay. But, he you did know, good. Like, but if we're gonna have. And somebody put on Twitter was just like they just bring him out like a little circus animal and also are we gonna be like oh, I'll go for dunks. <laughs> yeah no, 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 no if yeah. if we're gonna do that <laughs> then I there, I can name you a couple other people G League players that can do that too is it like John Lekek I don't know how to say his last name but this dude jumping from like past the free throw line put him in there too as well like if we're just gonna be like bringing in all these like specialists to come do this as long as under the NBA brand bring in more of them and get 
friggin' Jalen Brown the hell out of my dunk off. That was oh, the man. Worst uh, well, you know what? Dude. Respect to Jalen Brown. Respect to no. him being like an actual. He's a Celtic. I refuse to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but like, it's just for a star of his stature to actually go into the dunk contest, that is what I respect. I respect that, but a star of his stature that could actually do dunks, I'd have even more respect for. Because I mean, now like, he's just yeah. out there doing game time dunks that i'd be like oh that's pretty good that's pretty good and i was in a game this is a yeah. dunk off you have supreme free time to figure out these dunks yeah uh, i i think I it's good to have like one nba like star in the dunk comp like i think that is that's cool like people want to see that but yeah like make it a little more creative or like choose yeah. a guy that's like more of a uh, uh, a dunker like in real life you know like i never yeah. took jalen brown as like a big dunk guy so no. like no. You, that's why you had like you know vince carter in there back in the day do you I think was... that they just asked him because nobody really wanted to fill that fourth spot probably <laughs> some type of agency working around like behind the scenes like some type of email went out to certain players and who are part of like caa or some crap like that and then he was the first one on his email because he's the type of guy to have a net zero email he seems like that kind of nerdish kind of vibe so. yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah i just i don't know it, like the, the dunk contest mac mcclung by the way when it's just like he's i got a couple dunks that you've never seen before sort of thing i mean like his toss to himself it was just like it was kind of like hot potato where it was just kind of like ooh ah and then he just caught it and dunked it like it was, yeah. it was fine it wasn't anything groundbreaking or anything then nor was anything really i mean like i think i think if we're just also in a day and age where we maybe uh, we've just, seen it all we've seen it all and we yeah. cycle through it's just like oh yeah fucking next we can't swipe on this fucking dunk contest i don't know it just it left a lot to be desired um the three point contest as well i mean uh, it is what it is dame one great fine whatever i mean i love uh i love the uh the extra three-point contest that they had uh with with steph and uh sabrina as well so i mean like that was that was awesome uh, i i want to see more of that as well um but <laughs> and i don't know what kenny the jet smith was on with his commentary going off about that but that was that was <laughs> that was insane i mean what the hell it was it was a bit much but um the game itself you bet the over and you forget about it. That's like, it's, it's really, I don't know how they're going to be able to save the all-star weekend. It seems like it's just kind of like a, a, um, a lost cause sort of thing. But the NBA. I, I was saying earlier, we haven't seen it all. Uh, there are some, some, some crazy dunkers. I think one, one thing that's happened is like social media has kind of like uh, taken away a lot of our like um, uh, imagination away because we've seen a lot of those people, but those sure. are still doing cutting edge dunks like every single day, like uh, one mm. foot God, um, the dude from Sudbury, uh, what's the Jordan Kilgannon? Like a lot of these guys do some crazy. Oh damn, I've heard of that name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he did like a, a, a triple tap on the glass and then dunked it with the other hand. Like there is some stuff that I was just like, get some of these. Like at least get these guys to coach. Like that year they had like um, Chocolate Thunder, kind of like coaching different players and kind of like giving them ideas. I think that's what needs to kind of happen. We need like uh, plan this out like it's a, a roast battle. Like I know your jokes before I know your jokes. Like we're just doing this together to make a proper show, as opposed to like. All right, well, you can hang out with Kaisen at the weekend of and come up with whatever. Like, yeah, it's got to have a little bit of presentation. Yeah, yeah. it is a it is a, a show at the end of it, and it's just like that. Also goes towards. I mean, there's been some of the you know some of the talking heads saying that like LeBron James has ruined the dunk contest. Yeah, as well. so Stephen A. Smith. Like as a LeBron fan, I was like first defensive, and then I was kind of like. 
I see what he was saying. I don't think that's it's his fault. Like there was some type of expectation for the next like flyer in the league to kind of take over and do the the dunk off. But I don't know, like beyond LeBron after that, who are the top players that were dunkers and also uh, faces the league or top players in the league that, you know, that didn't participate? I mean, yeah, you, uh, sorry, like Dominique Wilkins or, or no, but, but po- uh, uh, post post LeBron, like after 2003, like mm. LeBron sure was one. But I mean, the I think... Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine one was really good. Uh, that's yeah, like but... the last good one I could think of. But but they weren't like faces of the league. type. No, no, so no, the, no. So to blame LeBron at that for point. Their, yeah. Yeah. Like you can't say that for no, they're not participating. For sure. And, you know, like Demar maybe would probably be the top player that Dwight Howard. They all did it. So it's not LeBron's fault that the top players in the league now, as a game yeah. that's expanded more to shooting, aren't the same guys who want to be in the dunk off. Like Yeah. Yeah. I think I think the argument between that is just like it it just continues to dwindle down and down with the amount of people with the type of uh, player and and the caliber of player that wants to be able to do it, uh, which is why, again, I circle back to saying, you know, good for Jalen Brown to be able to do it. But that's it's not not the talent that you want to bring in. But yeah. if there is one thing to say and we don't need to be talking about the dunk contest for the rest of this fucking episode. Uh, but the one thing that I uh do have faith in is adam silver and he is very innovative um he always has something up his sleeve and he is um uh gonna cook up something to be able to revamp the all-star weekend uh will i watch it still after whatever changes he makes probably not but i mean at the end of the day he's trying so that's uh that's you know something to be able to look forward to uh, i don't even know tournament. that's what we need that's i mean that would be dope man that would be that would be dope but i mean then again you don't know whether some of these stars are actually gonna play because they don't even play during the all-star game like they're they like it's um i don't know there's got to be some sort of incentive like he made with the in-season tournament so either way i don't know where it's being played again next year i i completely forget but um yeah you know we'll we'll see if there's any changes made for next year uh moving along we have I guess our first few games back now from the all-star break and we have uh, the Eastern conference and the Western conference kind of broken down between um, you know, the, just the upper echelon of the East. We got the, the Celtics, Cavaliers, Bucks, Knicks, 76ers and Pacers uh, with the heat and the magic Our magic really vying <laughs> to get into out of that play in tournament and uh, be able to make some, make something of, uh, uh, of their season. I, I feel like that right there, uh, there there's, there's a lot of cluster, um, which teams, Alan, are you, are you actually scared of right now? Because like the, there, there, there are some teams that really jump out to me here. I mean, the Knicks have been playing out of their mind right now. And so have the Cavaliers. And I feel like yeah. the Knicks are getting a lot more, uh, love uh, from the media, especially than the Cavaliers, but the Cavaliers have sneakily been uh, the, probably the better team out of the two. Yeah. The Cavaliers stretch where they were just kind of going on that, like wind spree, you know, down players too. So imagine it's, i i know it's not like when you add those players that those kind of points come back but i just feel like the the idea of next man up for them has been so apparent that's going to do them so well when it comes to the playoffs and seeing like mm-hmm. bench guys go out there and get their points and defensively those two guys in mobley and allen it's pretty 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 damning like if they're, they're yeah. like the i watched the raptors play them and so there's such a deterrent as far as just driving people are just playing perimeter the entire time and then you have a bad shot and then guess what rebound they go in the next way so they're yeah. looking good but you know, when, once the Knicks get back, OG, when it comes to the, the playoffs, that's going to be great for them too because they're oh, on yeah. a nice little upward swing. And you know, 76ers, that's I feel sorry for them, but uh, you know, now that they got the groat, hopefully that they can figure out something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd like, so I, I absolutely agree with you as well. I mean, 
uh just looking at the standings here i mean like the 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 bucks as well like i i i i I love the fact that they ended up getting doc rivers because that means that they're not going to have any sort of success going into the playoffs so i mean it's it's uh i'm not as worried about um the bucks i mean this the celtics are the team to beat and they are looking scary is that is that who you see uh coming out of the east uh or do you think like the knicks or the cavaliers even have a chance against the celtics I think the Knicks definitely have a chance against the Celtics. Um, I don't want to, to to rule them out, but it really does look like it's the Celtics here. Uh, mm-hmm. That addition of Porzingis just really kind of buttressed the fact that these are like a really good uh, balanced squad. And when you have a seven-footer beside um, uh, Al Horford as well, that can stretch the court. So you just have these open lanes and act, active lanes that um, Brown and Tatum can just like abuse essentially. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's looking real dangerous. Yeah. Bird, any thoughts on uh, who who you like coming out of the East here? Um, yeah, honestly, the I'm such like a, a Knicks hater, but I do feel like... <laughs> For real? Yeah, I don't know. They're, they're just kind of like, <laughs> they're Knicks. so mid every year. And like, there's so much hype around them and they just, they, they disappoint, yeah. you know, that, that's what they do. But uh, Lakers East. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So... I actually do agree with you guys. I think that they probably pose the biggest threat to the Celtics at this point. Um, if you had asked me going into this season, I would have definitely said Bucks with the addition of Dame. I was pretty high on it, and like, there's still some time for them to figure it out. But man, they're they're looking rough right now, especially with the coaching change, and it's just like not making a difference. If anything, it makes them worse. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe maybe defensively they're better now, but man they just look they're so discombobulated out there um and then the Cavs, they're just i don't know they kind of seem like one of those pretenders that are you know they're just smoking everybody and then they'll just be a, a first round out kind of thing but yeah I'm, I'm thinking i'm thinking celtics out of the east for sure yeah i mean it's I hate to say it, but they're looking damn good. I mean, it's uh, if anybody does match up the best against the Celtics, and uh, I mean, in theory, it should be the Bucks, but I honestly think the Cavaliers do match up pretty well against them. Um, I mean, like being able to have that height with your twin towers with Mobley and and uh, and Allen as well, it kind of gives me sort of like not saying that they're on the same sort of level, but it gives me like go bear cat vibes as well. Like uh, mm. you, you can have Mobley who who can uh, not space the floor quite like cat, but um, but to have that stifle that stifle tower type player with Jared Allen as well banging in the paint, um, I, I think. That matches up pretty well with Porzingis uh, and being able to switch on uh, switch on him for um, you know defensive schemes as well. So I think the Cavaliers are probably best suited. Uh, who knows if you know Joel Embiid is going to be healthy uh, as healthy or, and return to that MVP form that we saw from a little while ago. Um, but then again, healthy or not, they just they stall out and uh, you know not really not really posing much of a threat. Uh, past the second round maybe the lack of or maybe um, the absence of someone like a James Harden um, is actually uh, probably it's the best for them and it's allowed Tyrese Maxey to emerge so um, yeah I mean here's the thing too like they're gonna slide pretty big right like they they're gonna probably be in the play-in and there is a scenario where you know they do play probably the Celtics or the Cavs in the first round right so mm-hmm. um yeah, I don't know if they're matched up against the Celtics and 
and beads not at 100 percent like they're toast see ya yeah <laughs> buddy heel can't help you now um <laughs> yeah <laughs> moving over to the west though sorry um moving over to the west bit of a bit of a shake up here because i mean you got the minnesota Tw uh, timberwolves the thunder who we have recently spoke about as well whether or not they are actual contenders or if they're um you know just looking to make as much of a push as they can in the playoffs um and then the clippers who really are a dark horse right now when it comes to you know coming out of the west i mean we've talked about their window and their their window of opportunity and this being the time now to strike um i mean are, are, uh, let's start with the Timberwolves here. Are they fucking for real or not? <sighs> yes, but I want to say, like, yeah. I think they're a very good uh, young team that really takes the, the regular season very seriously. They're mm -hmm. going out there and, and, and just, you know, dominating teams when they can. Can they do that in a seven game series? I don't know. They, I think they are very much in love with, um, with Conley and those guys and kind of locking them up and thinking that this is their, this is their time and to kind of do all this stuff. But um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I just, I don't see a seven game series them against like, let's say a Clippers or a Nuggets and kind of taking them out. Right. I mean, like, because it, it, they've, they've always been underwhelming as a squad, especially, you know, just uh, like under that cat era. Um, they, you know, they've, they've been able to uh, squeak their way into the playoffs, but they're usually a first round. Have they made it to the second round without cat or with cat? Sorry. No, uh, I don't know. I don't no. think so. No, no. Um, they've, they've only made it out of the first round once ever. Have they not? With, with KG. Garnett. KG. Yeah. 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 So. Tough to be a T Wolves fan. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then like, are, are the Suns for real? Like, I, I mean, no, no not at uh, all. No. There's no depth. Like, yeah, you're relying on on three three stars basically. There's, yeah. you know, you got I like Grayson Allen. He's fine, but mm -hmm. I mean, aside from that, it's pretty thin. So you need oh, that, you, don't, you need you that don't depth. De uh, that deadly assassin Josh Akogi. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. no. Hey, he's great, but I don't know. Like when you gut your foundation to kind of put on a nice, I don't know awning or a nice top level to your house i'm just like it's still not gonna be it's not gonna withstand the storm i don't think and then we're kind of seeing yeah. that in a lot of yeah. this stuff yeah i mean at the end of the day so what you guys are telling me is that we're either looking at the uh nuggets or the clippers to come out of the west those are the only two real contenders uh i mean i don't know if i like i i don't if i don't the trust warriors them squeak in i could see them kind of doing a little bit of damage really yeah, I'm, I'm with that. I, I can't count out Steph. Steph, it feels like yeah. Brady to me in a lot of ways. Like, yeah. I just can't bet against him. I I won't, you know, like, I think he knows what time it is, what time when it's the time, and he can do that. But I also understand how these young teams do not fear him at all. You know, like, I know they wow. have those games circled. I know the Thunder probably would be like, we're ready to go. But when it came to, like, a seven-game series, I could see the Warriors just going, actually, no, we've been here before. We know what to do. Right. how to withstand this yeah we got the manual yeah, yeah. No, I, I hear that and then that's when you actually do have draymond fucking decide to play basketball and yeah. and actually you know run run certain schemes as well so i mean and, and i mean it's it's kerr behind the helm too so i mean he, he understands um he, he understands how to execute as well it's you're right you're right 
I just don't know. I think the discontent from um, from Clay as well is just playing a bit into it, and I think it's it's getting close to the time where they're going to have to blow it up. Like, are they going to be close to blowing it up after, after this season? That would make me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't I've think heard... they'll blow it up. I think they would definitely consider trading Clay, though. Like, he's he's definitely in the tail end of his career. Uh, he hasn't been the same after that injury. I've heard I've heard a lot of Clay going to the Magic, which is I don't yeah, know. I, I heard that like too. that. <laughs> Clay, Clay in the Mavericks. I, I think that him would like just that would there. be nuts. Oof, just that shoot. would be nuts. Yeah, to be able to yeah. help. Yeah, you got Doncic, Irving, and Clay. My goodness, that would be that's a that's awesome. a really good fit. That would be nuts. But um, uh, now moving moving along to, I guess, um, you know, just other teams that are not in the playoff picture, i.e. our Raptors. Thank God <laughs> that is finally the direction they picked one and they are doing it. And with the rebuild that we're looking at now, um, you've been good to a lot of games this year as well. And you've been you've been watching how, um, you know, this new era of the Raptors is unfolding. Uh, what do you like? What do you dislike? And you know, the moves that they made at the deadline, do you like the uh, trajectory of this team right now and where they're headed? Yeah, so far, I'm, I'm, I'm up. I, I'm, I'm loving R.J. Barrett. I'm loving quickly. Uh, Bruce Brown, I need him off my team. Uh, there's just a level of disinterested. Like, it's not even a skill-based thing. It's just like, he just seems bad. Like, he grew a handlebar out of like nowhere. Your, like, this yeah. guy's just having fun, you know? Like, <laughs> he's pulling out the deadbeat dad man. look, just like, yeah. I don't want to be here. <laughs> Happy birth, miss. He's just yeah. like... <laughs> Yeah, for real yeah it's strange yeah yeah um, um do you do you feel confident in like i mean rj it looks like he's going to be here for a bit are you confident with us being able to uh bring back quickly um i think so i think i i, I look more at like camaraderie and seeing like how these players kind of hang out in their, their their free time and it seems like i iq and and scotty are getting along so i like that and I don't think that Scotty's uh, handle of the ball is really taken away from quickly right now because realistically we don't have like a backup PG, but they, they play well together. And then he always finds them on those threes in the corner whenever he's open. So I, I hope we can. I think that would be a good um, uh, thing to have for the rappers, like a, a legitimate three-point shooter on the squad. Mm-hmm. And he's not afraid to take that shot, especially in no. transition. No. I mean, you gotta, yeah, you gotta, you gotta like some of the um, the moves that they made at the deadline as well to be able to bring in some shooting. I mean, getting IQ wasn't uh, wasn't a deadline move, but I mean, now that the Raptors are just collecting Canadians and bringing in Olenek as well, I mean, that's the floor spacing yeah. center that we've been looking for. Uh, maybe not at that age, maybe not at this time, <laughs> but we finally got it. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, how do you like the deadline moves that we ended up making? Um, sorry, there was one. I'm trying to remember. There was one that wasn't too, too. It was, well, it was the uh, Schroeder for Dinwiddie and then yeah. Dinwiddie. And yeah. that was just sort of like moving around cash. Yeah, that one. That Freed one kind of space. confused me. So we don't want to pay $1.5 That was the issue. Like, I'm still trying to get a handle of what the economics were for that trade. And yeah. not even keeping Spencer. Yeah, I don't know why we didn't keep him. I think it's just something that they wanted to be able to free up on the books um, because they they would have to pay the remainder of his contract plus, like, uh, I guess the 1.5. I don't Actually, know why. Well, no. So it was a penalty of that plus, like, the was it how much is Spencer with Dimwood? He's like $5 million or something like he that? He ain't much. He, he's, so he's pretty cheap. $6 million we didn't want to pay? I think it's more or less they didn't want to pay Dennis Schroeder's contract. Hmm. And But wasn't Schroeder on something low, too? Like, 
I'm still. Yeah, it was. It, it was yeah, just in the is in the ballpark of like ten to twelve a year. And I also think like oh. at the end of the day, where like they are looking to maybe make a push in free agency, so any sort of cap space that they can do um, would uh, or free up is what would make them um, you know a more viable spot to be able to go pursue people yeah. in the uh, in the free agency. Who they're gonna pursue i don't fucking know um yeah. it's because it, it nothing seems really exciting doesn't look promising in the, no. this off season there's not not a whole lot of big names out there it looks like so unless is that you're what making I'm, a trade i don't know is that what i'm gathering here is that like we're uncertain about the trajectory of this team right now and like like they picked the path great yeah. i think Thank the you. core i think the core is set in in terms of like adding to it maybe they're looking to add in the draft you know if this pick mm-hmm. turns out to be ours and we get to keep it you know if it's that six that pick six or spot, whatever yeah. um that maybe that's what they're just hoping praying for and then if it doesn't work out then they're kind of in that weird spot we were last year where it was just like oh let's hold on to pascal and og and see what happens and i don't yeah. know let's yeah. hold on figure to it Kelly. out as we go yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, i feel like that's kind of kind of the vibe it's it's strange because i mean it, it, it even though they've picked the direction it doesn't feel like they I, I guess it's sort of uncharted territory for toronto because like Masai has always built some sort of a like a, a playoff type team and now this is like it's full full fucking tank mode but we don't even know how to tank properly like please just make sure <laughs> yeah. every make time sure they win i'm like what the fuck man what are you doing <laughs> let let charlotte win let 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 mikhail bridges go or michael uh is, is it mikhail or mike michael michael bridges yeah the mikhail. guy who beats his girlfriend anyways that, that, oh. let, let him go off different, for 50 different yeah. not <laughs> Miles Bridges. Miles yeah, Bridges. that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> Mikhail, would, Mikhail, Bridges Mikhail wouldn't is, hurt a butterfly. He's, he's catching too many strays. He's like on the Google. So he's like, that's not me. I swear. <laughs> Google. Oh, man. He had to move from Phoenix it. to Brooklyn. Yeah, it's just like, stop. I'm not him. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like when it comes to games like that, it's just like, please don't beat these teams. Like, yeah. like this is, this is who, like, this is a competition now between who can have the shittier record. So please, like, like the, I don't know. I don't understand. They yeah. just don't don't understand how to actually properly tank yet because they haven't been able to do that as of yet. Yeah. So yeah. being um, up fifteen on the Nets right now is not doing us too well. Oh. <laughs> and that's the type of that's exactly the type of team you want to lose to because they're ahead of you. Oh like, man, <laughs> are we going for a play in now? Like I don't I don't understand. Play in, play in. Uh, <laughs> one extra game. Let's do. It. Yeah, let's face the Bulls again. That'd be amazing. Oh. <laughs> Uh, it, uh, it's it's oh, been no. it's it's been interesting um before we before we go into uh covering you know you know where the raptors or the, some of our picks going into tomorrow and to the weekend and, and what have you um where where do you guys stand on scotty barnes obviously him uh, making the, the all-star team this year has been uh you know first time all-star great fantastic um but overall he's shown some signs of immaturity uh, as as a raptor as being the focal point and, and you know just him overall gelling like do you like uh the way that he's carrying himself you know you know there was there was a bit of controversy with him walking off the court a bit yeah. earlier um are we concerned at all um it, like because right now like our eggs are in that basket scotty is him he is the future um any sort of concerns at all or is it just me maybe i'm just being too anxious oh, lebron does that year 20 like it, it's... <laughs> yeah because he's lebron 
Yeah, that's fine. That means he cares about the game. He doesn't want it like it's. I guess it's a part of like emotional control, and you just want to be. You want a player to be like stoic and be like, you know what, we lost. But like it, when a player cares that much, they don't really want to show that type of negativity. Like you know, you know how you feel after a game. Imagine if somebody after a loss was just like, oh, how do you feel about this? Like that's part of the bullshit these players have to go through. And the only thing I'm concerned about Scotty is every year is he adds something to his game, and every year he has done so far. Yeah, it's, he's getting better. So I can't say that emotional control is an issue if he's coming on the court and doing the best he can every single night, or at least every single year adding to it. Good. Well, thank you for making me feel a little bit better about that because like, I don't know, sometimes it's just like, I feel like he, there is a bit of whining and sometimes I, I just within certain plays, I don't know. I just like, I, I, I sometimes question whether or not he's fully there. Maybe that's just me, but uh, I'll take it from you because you've been, you've been at the games a little bit more than I am. I feel like he does whine. A little excessively. He does. He's not it's quite there yet. A little yet. bit no, annoying. To be the whiner, right? Yeah. Every, everyone, everyone whines. Everyone whines for sure. It just yeah. seems like li literally every time he has the ball, he's saying something. It's just well, like, brother, like, yeah. come on. Like, the, just let, like, it's a basketball play sometimes, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, just, it is what it is. I yeah. think, yeah, he does have a little, he plays a lot of joy de vivre, which, you know, sometimes can get undercut by his, like, you know, his responses to certain calls, but like he's, he wasn't getting superstar calls and hopefully this all-star kind of gives him the opportunity to get some mm -hmm. superstar calls. You know, he's finally Absolutely. on that national level and maybe these refs can be like, Oh, maybe I should actually call an and one or something when you go to the basket and not just like, I don't yeah. know what happened here. Like that was a very frustrating feeling to see these guys go drive and like nothing happened. So, yeah. Yeah, and I don't I don't mean to get too dramatic or anything like no. that, but these are the these are the these are the feelings, these are the questions as as you know, someone who you know follows the Raptors and follows now Scotty Barnes is the most important piece, and you're gonna be following him intently and watching his mannerisms and watching the way that he plays and conducts himself. And if he's gonna be the face of this franchise, these are questions you gotta ask. So that's 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 where I'm coming from. Um still Raptors tank all the way. Please keep that six pick. Um, moving along, let's uh, let's go into for the first time in a couple weeks. Ding, ding, ding. DB2 bets brought to you by our pals over at Tony Bet. We've been doing a lot of work with Tony Bet, a lot of content creation, um, an amazing sports book, uh, lots of different options across. I mean, like they have everything from the NBA to lacrosse to like esports. Like it's crazy. They have a ton of different options, uh, and it's no wonder that they're Canada's number one betting website 19 plus terms and conditions to apply so please gamble responsibly tony bet canada baby and make sure you follow them online for um all of their uh, all of the content that's coming out for them as well um but when it comes to our picks uh big time big time back to back here i mean it's it's a classic combo between the you know playing off a of back to back from the nets over to the hawks um we are uh in atlanta i believe we are in on the road in atlanta is that correct? Yep. We're playing yep. on the road in Atlanta. Um, and the first pick bird, we were going back and forth. The over under is set pretty high at 244 and a half points. You like the over. Tell me I why. do. Um, because it's the Raptors and it's the Hawks <laughs> and these two teams don't play a lick of defense and, um, they can put up points pretty quickly. Um, I mean, I'm just, I was just looking at the, uh, you know, the last like few games of the month. And I mean, this, this looks to be, to be hitting pretty regularly. So I don't know why you would deviate from it. Right. So I'm, I'm going to stick with the over. Um, 
I mean, even if they do lose, they've been losing by like, you know, 135, 135, 138, uh, you know, 127 to 125 recently. Mm-hmm. It's uh, they're, they're pretty high scoring. Um, they haven't really figured out their their defensive schemes yet. And then, you know, the Hawks are pretty notorious for that, too. Like Trey Young doesn't doesn't really do much on that end. So. He um, has he has improved his defense a little bit. He's improved. He's but improved. That's but I think still, it's overall it's not saying Hawks, much. <laughs> who knows what the fuck the Hawks are doing? I mean, like it's just it's just one sort of you know, mid season after another. Um, it's gonna get to a point like the Dejounte Murray and and Trey Young experiment has not worked. Why they refused to blow it up, I do not know. Why they made that trade to begin with, we actually know why, uh, which is hilarious. You should go back and listen to that episode. <laughs> That's with right. Um, but it's uh, all in all, it's um, they're a confusing team. But with that being said, they are um, a, a tier above the Raptors right now. Um, so to be able uh, to have that spread set at six and a half, uh, we're not 100% sure on which direction we're going to ha- take. It's kind of a, a coin flip in this uh, at this point, but I'm going to go with plus six and a half on the Raptors. Um, you know, as we film this right now, the Raptors are uh, facing the the Brooklyn Nets. And, um, you know, especially off of back-to-back, you never really know what, what you're going to get with them. Uh, so I expect this to be a high-scoring game. Obviously, if we're going to go over 244 and a half points, it's going to be high-scoring. Not a whole lot of defense, but I think it's just going to be run it out towards the end. I think I think the Raptors lose by five, but I'll take that extra point and a half when it comes to the spread. Do you guys agree? Yeah, I'm with it. Yeah, the Raptors are like a box of chocolate. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah, 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 big time. (laughs) You might get one of those like nasty orange chocolates in there too. So it's just like, (laughs) you know, just out of all the different ones, you're like, yeah, what the fuck was that? 40 point loss? Oh, (laughs) geez. I hate coconut. Uh, (laughs) It's a negative 500 team. How is it? Whoa. now, this is another big matchup that we got and, um, you know, just stepping away from the Raptors talk for a bit here. And we were just talking about contenders and pretenders, uh, even though we don't think the T-Wolves are that team that can actually come out of the West and go to the finals, even though they do have the number one spot as of right now. We got the T-Wolves hosting the Bucks and ASL. You like uh, you like the T-Wolves to be able to cover that four and a half point spread. Tell us why. Oh, yeah. I think, you know, just coming off of All-Star Weekend, Ant's ready to go. And, you know, I, I like that squad in the in the regular season. I think they can do it. Yeah. I mean, and I, oh, and also, yeah, Dame shot out all his threes. He, he's, he's done. He's, he's cooked, as the kids would say. <laughs> kids cooked. <laughs> I mean, yeah. No, I, 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 I like it. I definitely do. I mean, um, you know, a doc still has to figure out this squad as well. Um, he has not looked good, obviously. Um, so, I mean, going into a, a team that has found their identity finally and uh, is, is definitely making some good strides. Um, I definitely like this first game back. Um, I could I could also see the Bucks like losing by four um, and that half point really, really sticking it to us. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to ride with that. I like the T-Wolves to take that at minus four and a half. And again, DB2 bets is brought to you by Tony Bet. Make sure you visit them online. Tony Bet Canada, Canada's number one betting website. 19 plus terms and conditions do apply. Please make sure you gamble responsibly. One more time, Alan Shane Lewis, thank you so much for jumping on the show, my man. Uh, it's always a pleasure. What is on the horizon? Uh, what can we look forward to? What are we plugging here? 
Uh, yeah, just keep watching Baking Show if you ever have CBC or CBC Jam, and also watch uh, this. It's Irish it's free, videos. isn't it? The yeah, app is the free. app is free. Download it's... it, watch some bacon. You got some skills as well too. Yeah, if you want to <laughs> see me struggle baking, there's a show called uh, Rafi Cut Better Bakes where I I fail at that. So go watch that too as well. <laughs> <laughs> Love that man. It's always great to see you on the show, man. Thanks again for popping by, and uh, look forward to having you on again. But for Josh Elijah, Birdman, ASL, Down by Two, Cryer Media. Talk to you guys soon. See you all next week. Cheers. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. We all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com.